We needed a we break. Did. We, we needed. Did. A break, we got a little bit of a breather. We needed a a, a resting period because schedules got hectic. Yeah, <laughs> but let, let me just tell. Let me tell all the people that's listening. The schedules got hectic for a reason, y'all. And y'all may not know uh, my co-host. Y'all know her as Elaine, <laughs> EJ, whatever y'all want to call her. I need y'all to really, really, really give some big ups to her because she is now the vice president of one of the most prestigious soror, if not the most. I need to say that because my wife may be listening. Uh, <laughs> She's going to correct you. She's going to correct home. me. So <laughs> I want to say big ups to you and congratulations to you for becoming VP. I told you before, I need to start calling you Madam Vice President. Please don't right do that. Don't, Please do, don't that. do that. I Please mean, I want to give you your props. I want to give you your love and your flowers while you're here. I- EJ is good. Okay. I'm good. Right. <laughs> well, I'm congrats still to you. the same old EJ. I appreciate appreciate that. Uh, yeah, schedules got mad crazy. And it just hit. Like, it did. You had a wedding anniversary. I we had, did. 11 uh, years. <laughs> 11 years. 11 years. Another celebration. You pulled out the stops for this one, though. <laughs> Man, listen. I'm just trying to, uh, you know, I tell people all the time that, you know, my wife puts up with a lot. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't ask for much. And so when you get an opportunity to be able to celebrate, it shouldn't just be anniversary. It should be every day. Right. And I'm getting better at that, of being able to celebrate it Because I love languages, gifts. I remember she, you telling yes, me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But she, the funny thing is, she'll ask for something like some athletic clothes, you know what I'm saying, to be able to work out. She yeah. never tries to do the elaborate most of the time, yeah. right? And so anytime I get a chance to be able to surprise her and show her some love and give her some honor, it makes my heart feel good because I know that she's going to appreciate it and she sees it as a sign of my love. It's not my love, but it's it's a tangible expression of, good you know, stuff. my love. So good yeah, stuff. it was it was cool. She she's enjoying it, you know. How the I mean? family? Family's good, you know what I mean? You know, growing, you know, um, I got a um, rising senior. Go oh. what? <laughs> got a rising hey. senior. He be stunning, flexing on them. Hey, that boy, huh? That boy been in the lab, ain't he? He be in the gym, and he still can't take me. I let him know every day, huh? I'm from Portsmouth, huh? Huh? I know some of y'all listening. They were like, ain't that that city that was on Shade Road? <laughs> Don't judge my city for all of y'all that's out there that's listening. Don't judge my city. Uh, yeah, but he know up. he's putting in the work. You know, we got one that just finished the first year of college, so. You know, that's pretty dope. You know, obviously that's an experience in itself, mm-hmm. trying to be able to adapt to that independency and things of that nature and get your mind right. Professors ain't going to hold your hand. Right. And you're going to have to go out there and do the work. And so he had a learning curve in the first semester, but, you know, he rebounded and he's doing uh, he's doing the work. Like Good I told stuff. him, you got to put Good the work stuff. in, man. That's just how it is. Good stuff. Yeah. So you went to St. Louis? Yeah. Um, mom's turned 60. Mom's turned 60. God mom turned 60. So it was a lot of celebrating. But I love going home now. I guess when you get older, you want to be around family. Yeah. Forget yeah. all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, and me being far away, my trips home are extended now. Yeah. Like <laughs> so weeks. I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a month. Yeah. So I, this last trip, I was there for about two weeks, I think. Okay. Because uh, I had my mom's birthday celebration. Oh, I had a wedding that I had to shoot. My co- younger cousin got married. Congratulations to them. Um, and then my mom turned 60. And then my guy mom turned 60. And then um, I was celebrating with one of my best friends, her wedding um they got married last year but they for a, as a gift i gave them a six month wedding um photo shoot okay so did up. that with them 
Um, and then my family all doing all types of stuff now that I'm gone. They be on winery trips, baseball doing games, the most. And doing, doing all the most. So when I came home, I was like, I want to do all this stuff with y'all. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I stayed home until uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff in. The last day we went to the baseball game. St. Louis Cardinals stand up. Yeah. Uh, they won. <laughs> is that Bush Field? Yeah, Bush Stadium. Bush Stadium. That's what it is. Yeah, so was able to experience experience that. And then I brought my little cousin back with me because uh, I needed somebody on the road with me as I drive back. So she came and spent a couple days. But, yeah, I spent some good time with my family. That's what's good up. Time. Yeah, yeah, we out here in the summer. It's the summertime. Season is changing. You know, everybody getting ready to go to the amusement parks, the family reunions, the cookouts, yeah. Fourth of July coming. Coming up, so it's a lot popping off uh, coming in the summer. But y'all know we back. It's season back. two, we and uh, we, you know, today we've got a uh, very special guest. You know, somebody that I got a lot of respect for, uh, no, no doubt, doubt about it. I'll tell him to his face. I'll tell him behind his back. And um, that is the one and only Mr. Alvin Rooks. I could go on and give you his resume, but I'm not even going to do that. So I'm going to give him an opportunity. I wish we had a hand clap or the bum, 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 bum. Or the DJ. <laughs> Just hit that button. You know what I mean? But no, nah, I'm excited to be able to have him. We're going to chop it up. This episode uh, is going to be more about from a fatherhood perspective. Y'all know Father's Day coming up. And y'all know we don't really get love. Not that we seeking love. But I heard Jim Jones say the other day, he was like, my stuff is due. I want a massage. <laughs> I want everything. Cause some of us out here doing it, and I was just laughing at the video, right? And then I was like, "Man, I feel you on so many levels. I, I think I need to be doing what you're doing." He was like, "I want a pedicure. I want a massage. I want all that, you know." So um, it's good to be able to have him up here. He's he's somebody that's a, a great father, a great husband, a great leader, great musician. Right, I won't even right. get into that. Yeah, uh, that's a story in itself. But I'm gonna let him tell you a little bit about himself. Um, you know, you up here, man. So you like family now. You know, we don't, we ain't got no set modes. You know, we want to kind of hit it off the cuff, chop it up, and we we happy to have you, man. Good, good. I'm glad to be here with fam, representing P Town. Hey, that thing hit me hard, bro. Yeah, representing P Town, Norfolk State graduate, HBCU. Behold, um, husband of one wife, Ebony Rooks. Come on, father of three, Caden Jackson and Emerson. Um, and I'm just loving life. Um, this episode is very near and dear to my heart um, as I am trying to be the best dad, um, best father that I can be. So I'm Good just out here, you know, representing myself, my lineage, my father, my mother um, each and every day. You know what I mean? So I'm glad to be a part. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What's crazy is Mike. Coach Mike told me who was going to be on the episode, but he said AR-15. <laughs> and I'm like, and in my, and you, and when he CMS, he speaks in acronyms. So, and I've gotten it. Sometimes I get them, sometimes I don't. Uh -huh. But when he said 15, and I'm like, Mike, who got more kids than you? Because <laughs> that's what I'm like, he, who's shooting up the shop? They got oh, man. <laughs> That's what I thought about. And then I was like, dude, I don't know who you talking about. He said, take off the 15. And I'm like, Rooks. And I, <laughs> I knew if I told her to take off the 15, she'll figure it out. But I just thought, shooting up the shop. Like, who got more kids than Mike? Like, I can't. He ain't got more. He's close. He's close. Well, he like more. I said, man, you know, hey, I, I've, I've tried to live as, as good of a 
life as I could, but you know, <laughs> three kids is all I know. <laughs> so he was like, I got enough. I got enough. Hey, I can have this conversation. Hey, I got enough. And after this conversation, don't be come claiming that I'm a, a no, daddy. Uh, all right? no, no. I know it won't come from me. <laughs> I don't know about him, but it ain't coming from me. <laughs> nah, that's what's up. Yes, yeah, like Coach Mike said, yeah, dude, you are uh, a great person. Thank I'm absolutely. glad to call you friend, call you brother. Thank like, you. yeah, you good people, you good people, and I'm glad to have you on the, on the, on the in the hot seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as we say, uh, in the hot seat. And I'm, I think, I guess I'm be the odd man out. I guess because I ain't no daddy. That's cool. <laughs> but you, you able, you able to I'm, throw something. So yeah, out there y'all go a give bit a lot of perspective mm-hmm. uh, to the people today, especially being great fathers in your own right. Thank Looking you. at both of you guys. Um, yeah, you guys are great fathers. Uh, you're emulating what you desire your children to look like, mm-hmm. and you want them to live their lives and actually do better than what you guys have a- attained. So I think this is going to be a good conversation for the people. Absolutely. Let's kick it off, man. And, and obviously, we're going to be coming from the father's uh, perspective, man. What in your mind, and you could be short as short as you want, as long as you want. You know he can talk too, though. I, I can too. So, Both <laughs> so what does it, it it mean? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of a father? You know, because a lot of times people separate father and dad. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference? Let me let me hit you with that. Mm-hmm. And then, what comes to mind as a definition of those two? Well, for me, it's easy because. The first thing that I think about when I think of the word father is my own father. Wow. Um, and that's because he was present in my life. Um, he was present in my household. Um, and so that gave me, to me, the foundation, as EJ said earlier, the foundation to emulate, to build upon, um, and being a father. I saw it in my household. I saw him, you know, go to work. I saw him be a pastor. Um, I saw him be a dad, all those roles, you know, wrapped up into one. And so, you know, growing up, we also had television. Um, I emulated guys like Bill Cosby, TV dads, um, (laughs) even good times, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I mean that within itself, you know, those, are the things that I look at, the characteristic of those men, TV or in real life, you know, um, when I hear the word father. That's what's up, man. So I think it's important um, for those that are out there that are listening to to have yourself a good model. Now, some of us may not have been like, you know, Alvin and had, you know, the dad in the household. But I do believe, you know, in my instance, it was a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I didn't really have that particular model in my household. Um, but God sent somebody a little bit later on in my life. Mm-hmm. I would have loved for it to have been earlier because I believe there was just some things that I needed from a male perspective that I didn't necessarily, you know, get early on, you know, um, as my mom. She did the best she could, mm-hmm. right, you know, being able to try to play both roles. Um, so I think you said something very key. So even if you don't, uh, if you're listening out there and you may be a father or you may know a father uh, who you may send this, you know, podcast to, to try to be able to find a model um, that is 
emulates mm-hmm. of what you think a father should be. Mm-hmm. You know, don't allow um, what you don't have to determine what your outcome is going to be if you become a father or if you're already a father. So I think that that is, you know, dope that um, your role model, your father, your dad uh, is what encouraged you and gave you the ingredients to be what you are now, man. So that's much respected. And then and I was thinking about this too. Like I also saw my father um, be an uncle. You know what I mean? Um, and that's that I just thought about that even today, you know, preparing my mind for this conversation because, you know, my cousins who were older than me, who right. were, you know, born before I was, I forget that my dad had other roles. As I'm, you know, 40 now, I got uh a son who has friends. I'm their uncle. You know what wow. I mean? So I saw my dad pour into his nephews as if they were his own sons. So what I'm saying is, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bloodline, you know, connection. Wow. You can draw from uh, men that want to pour into you, yeah. you know, as fathers as well. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, it can be a stepdad. It can be an uncle or a coach. Any type of male energy that, you know, pours into sons or daughters is so vital. It's so vital in our community. It's so vital, you know, in our households. Yeah. Um, and I think through this country, you know, that type of, you know, uh, example has been shipped away to, you know, prison systems and stuff like that, you know, dealing with all of that stuff and, and different relationships, issues with mothers and fathers. All of that goes into, you know, what a child will grow up you know, to become. Absolutely. So let me ask you this question. I'm going to pivot real quick. And I think this is something that, you know, really bothers me um, because there are um, men like you, fathers like you that are out there that are doing the work, that are doing the best they can. Why do we, why do you think that society creates the narrative Mm -hmm. that uh, us as men, whether black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian are not there as in the household why does society give us that narrative which i think um deposits into us and pushes us further away because it's like they already counting us out anyway Mm -hmm. so why is it that i need to be there why is i do need to make a birthday what do you think that that comes from i mean technically speaking I, i i just really know even just this week by being in the household, how important a father is. Um, I was cooking a meal, mm-hmm. and my baby son, Emerson, brought his grill out of his room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> EJ, no. Yeah. They're going to drag toys out <laughs> to show company. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but so I'm in the kitchen. You know, I'm cooking. Um, and so he brings his grills out. And, and so... Partly it was a little annoying because you're in the way, bro. I'm trying to. (laughs) Right, right, right. But when I slowed down and looked at what was happening, he wants to be like me. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how important fatherhood is is to, you know, sons and daughters. Having somebody there to emulate. Um, And so when you don't have that, then you see what you see on TV. Yeah. What else do what else you, do you have to grab? Exactly. Yeah. What else do you have to emulate if it's not first in the home? 
Um, and I don't know if y'all get all the way into the Bible or all of that, but you know, <laughs> we do. Adam, yeah, we do. And, Adam and Eve is is the foundation. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So whether you believe it's blah blah blah, but the man and woman is is the foundation of parenting. You Absolutely. know, so when you have those in the home, you know, you just get an, a, another perspective. It's not to say that kids grow up to be perfect because they have both, both parents. parents. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But if you have the right thing in you. Um, then you will you will put it into your children, and so that's that's the difference that I feel like the you know why it's so in our society that you're not uh, you don't have you know your fathers in the home or it's not celebrated. To me, it destroys the foundation of of the family, and so again, it just creates this whole I don't know who I am, right? You know, so I'm chasing an image of what I think I'm supposed to become. When the image, if the love is in you, like you said, you're going to be there for your kids, pour into them, take them to sporting events, museums, educate them. All of that is is, is necessary. And even with love, I will Mm -hmm. say that with having that, I guess, that that outlook Mm -hmm. in the household, um, even if you didn't have it. You see this little man right here, mm-hmm. and you want him to do better. Mm-hmm. Right, that's your desire. I mm-hmm. don't want you to have what I had. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want you to live like I lived. I want to be here, and I, I, I clap my hands for my male friends in my life because they some stand up fathers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like some of them didn't have their father in the household, and they made commitments. Say, hey, I don't want my children to go grow up like I did mm-hmm. and not live with that father figure in my life. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the same thing for me. You know, one of the things how I look at it and just just as my perspective is, it's more of a legacy thing for me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, because God holds me accountable to be the pace setter. Right. right. You know, for them. You know, I'm setting the pace, not to say that they won't exceed the speed that I was at, because I'm hoping that they do do those things. And so for me, I always wanted to be able to uh, not have them to fall and have to make a difference of, this is what society says I am. Right. You know, being able to deposit into them and saying, this is what you are. This is God created you to be able to be a strong male. I got all boys, so I'm not, I don't want y'all to think, I'm just saying, girl, <laughs> I got all boys. So I'm just th- speaking from a, a, a boy perspective that you don't have to be this. Right. You know, these are some of the things. This is why I'm, uh, I'm showing you these things of how to be able to handle money. You know, how to be able to know what your word is. When you say that this is what you're going to do, whether it's cleaning your room, go do that. Right. Because I don't want you to get to a place where it's like, oh, I say all these things, but they never get done. You know, and so we all are a work in progress. So my thing was to just be able to establish legacy, you know, and to be able to break down some generational curses. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because my biological father was not there for whatever reason. I don't hold him fault. There's no, you know, love loss. I just think that. <clears throat> Sometimes, you know, um, when things happen to you young, you're so scared and then you got all these people around you, the noise. And and going back to what Alvin said is you don't have the model. Right. Right. So you're trying to be able to shape whatever it is your model is. Mm -hmm. And and that fear sets in and then you flee, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're scared. You don't know how to be able to embrace the role of being a a father, you know. And so um, it was very, very important to me. That so much so that I even changed my plans, you know, with college. I was just talking about this with my wife the other day. And I was like, you know, when I found out at that time that my oldest son, his mom was, you know, pregnant, I start, you know, it was fear that set in, but it was like, okay, God, all right, I got this happening. 
how do I make the best of this situation, mm -hmm. right? Because, right. you know, obviously we had the reality of I would have loved to have been married to her mm -hmm. when it mm -hmm. happened. Um, but once again, that fear thing can take you to a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thankful that he switched um, that frequency in my mind to like, hey, you, you now get it. Right. Yeah, you are right. <laughs> and you get a chance to be yeah. what you necessarily didn't, didn't have. have or didn't see. Yeah. And so I take that personally, mm -hmm. you know, um, when it comes to them. So that's that's just kind of, you know, my view. So question. You said you raised you were raised with your father in the household. So mm -hmm. you saw the presence. Um, did you have fear when you had started having children at no, all? Not necessarily. Um, uh, to be honest with you, um, just just the fact that you know he was there it made me want to be there uh -huh. like i don't know if i overdid it or not you know what i'm saying <laughs> but as i was watching ebony you know be pregnant you know with kaden you know and all of the changes and things that she had to go through one of the promises that i made to her from jump i was like well when you have kaden you don't have to get up in the middle of the night mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so i did that from jump like um, just uh, feeding them, changing them. And I still had to get up and go to work at first shift. But right. if he got up at 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, I was up. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I was there. Um, so I just, I just always wanted to be there, you know, because my dad, like I said, I wasn't, I didn't have that void. Right. Um, but still, as a, a young man, I still understood that, you know, this is what need. This is what is needed mm -hmm. in order for my kid to, you know, have some type of stability, some type of image to follow, um, to to grow up. So I mean, I just I just been all in from from day one. You know what I'm saying? Been all in from from day one. So I just I just want to be that guy. So what <laughs> joys do your boys bring? Would it be different if you had a girl in the picture? <laughs> yeah, both of y'all are uh, I mean, all yeah. boy, boy dads. Like, yeah. how how would do you? Because you don't know, because the girl isn't here. But how would you think that the parenting style would change had you a girl been in the picture? I think uh, I think I would have been <laughs> probably a little bit more lax. You know what I'm saying? Um, a little bit more. Gentle. Gentle. <laughs> I would have been I a got boy. When I tell you I got boys, I got boys. You hear me? And, and, and my reaction time, bro, my yeah. reaction time, if I don't see no blood. They good. You good. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, I mean, but with girls, I just watch my brothers. Like, I got two brothers who got, and my sister, she got all girls. But my two brothers who are males, they got a girl. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? My other brother got two boys. But they both have girls, mm -hmm. and I see them. <laughs> They're one way with their sons, uh -huh. and and one way with their daughters. They just are, you know. So I mean, for me, you know, I'm good. I, I can't even go into. <laughs> I, I just know that that girl would probably just melt me and have me rap. I just know that. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, another Ebony, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd be a, I'd be a sap, you know, because um, I, you know, one of the things after I had the first two boys, I was like, oh, you know what, man, 
I would like to be able to have a daughter, right? You know uh-huh. what I mean? Just to get a good mix in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, because he's right. It is. It's two totally different ways of thinking. I think I probably would have been a little bit overprotective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, daddy's girl. You know, I, I probably would have. I mean, anything that she wanted, if I had one, she could have gotten. <laughs> but having another, going back to what he said, having another Brandy is a, <laughs> is a different animal. <laughs> it's a different animal. I don't even think they could coexist if I had a girl. Real talk. Like, I don't even think that they could coexist. <laughs> so I think I'd be a little bit of a peacemaker, a you peacemaker. know, in the household if we had a girl, um, you know, but... You know, Lord didn't have it in the plans, you know? <laughs> and we ain't trying no more. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Oh, you done? Oh, we done done. We done done. You know, when you say it twice, you, you, that you means done. it's evident. Like, you, like you real. Like it, in our culture, if you say it twice, like I'm done done. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm mad mad. You done? They too? mad? Huh? You? Uh, you <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that's the thing. Oh, that's you want thing. more kids? I cannot say that. Oh, okay. I cannot say that. I, I mean, it's like the door is still cracked. <laughs> I, was, I was putting up dishes the other day, and I said, why we still got this uh, formula maker around down here in this cat? Why do we still have this? <laughs> Are we still in hope mode? Nah, but I, I don't know. I can't I can't call it. I, can't. I mean, because we tried. We tried to double back. That's how we got Emerson and Jackson so close. We was just like, well, let's try again. And then we just got a third boy. So, I mean, it is what it is. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So, um... What are the joys for you, Coach Mike, in okay. being a father? Uh, that's that's a great question. Um, I think um, being able to see their growth mm-hmm. um, and, um, you know, numerically, obviously, that they grow. Um, but just seeing them to be able to accomplish some things that they thought that they could not do, you know, being able to see them and let me know that they were listening. You know, because sometimes when you get to that teenage age, I've got I got them in all buckets, y'all. So I got 19, <laughs> 16, 72. I think I, Ooh, I've said that before. <laughs> but, you know, so, yeah, so, exactly. Now, if y'all go play that pick four, you owe it to yourself <laughs> to bless the See For Yourself you podcast. Do. You do. I'm just telling you. 10% off rip. Off whatever, rip. Whatever you want to do rip. beyond that is fruitful. fruitful. Exactly. But off, off rip, Ten. you play that number. And you win. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm making that biblical law today. <laughs> nah, but, you know, seeing them, you know, come into their own uh-huh. um, and seeing some of the things that you deposited to them and now seeing it take flight in their life. Mm-hmm. And then they going back to reflect and saying, you know, I'm saying, Dad, you know, I appreciate you, you know, for being transparent with me um, and allow and seeing their maturation. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, now with the seven year old and the two year old, it's a little bit different. You know, we're back at that building stage again. And even now with them. You know, I think my where I get the most joy of is seeing just you know the, uh, for Roman is he's talking now, right? Mm-hmm. He's yeah, putting he together, talking. yeah, he's putting Ball. together these sen- <laughs> you know these sentences and mm-hmm. you know the way that he calls out my uh-huh. name, right? You know what I mean? It doesn't matter where I am when I or you where smile. he is when he when I come into the house, that boy is doing a, a forty yard dash <laughs> wow. beeline. You know, to me. Mm. And so that's some of the joy that I feel, man. And I'm like, man, and if he doesn't do it, it kind of hurt my feelings. You know what, <laughs> I mean? you know what I'm saying? Because I'm so accustomed to him being able to give that love. And sometimes as men, you know, let's just be honest, we don't express our love in certain ways. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us has different ways and mechanism of how we dish it out. But to be able to see him at this young age, just, you know, be a hugger and be able to wrap his arms around me when I'm coming in from, you know, off the road or coming in from wherever I'm coming in from, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think, 
for me is just being able to see some of those things that uh, have been deposited mm-hmm. come to fruition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, okay, God, I s- it did not fall on deaf ears. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they are listening mm-hmm. um, and they are taking heed to some of the things and they got their own journey too. But I think for me, that's where, you know, I get, I get some of the joy. And see for me, like, you know, because my, my kids are 10, six and four. So I'm, you know, splitting time. Um, and so for Jackson, especially he graduates tomorrow oh, he's going that's wow. my guy he's going to kindergarten man <laughs> wow man and I, I tried you know to not be emotional about it but be emotional bro <laughs> can't nobody see my tears on the radio <laughs> 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 on the pocket but no i mean to to see his journey yes y'all, yeah. you know and knowing that y'all know the history absolutely you know for him to be graduating that's tomorrow my guy. it's just uh <laughs> it's a beautiful thing you know what i mean because he had so many challenges in the beginning. And um, even Mike and Brandy, we go this far back, yeah. you know, um, to the week he was born. Mm-hmm. It was Memorial Day weekend. I will never forget it. And uh, we were in the hospital, and it was his first weekend um, here on Earth. And so he was born premature or what have you in the hospital, and they sent us away because his pressure started dropping and – they just told us we had to get out the NICU. Wow. And that was the first hard day, you know, of his journey. And I will never forget you and uh, your wife came down to Gastonia to, to Lowell and y'all sat with us. And that was just the beginning of the journey. And so going through all that therapies and all of that, being there with him to help him with his homework, he's writing and talking and remembering all of the things that the doctor, doctor said he that do. he would not be able to do. Wow. And tomorrow he's going to walk across the stage, man. Wow, man. You know, and so it's just, um, that's a joy. Yeah. You know, these are not tears of sadness because even being in that situation, Ebony and I can remember kids that didn't make it yeah. being born early. They didn't make it. I remember her being on the phone with me telling telling me that she had to get out because a kid just had passed away. And so at that time, I'm driving up 85, you know, thinking that that could have been my son, you know. And so to be here talking about fatherhood and, you know, that's happening right now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That that's a joy to see Caden. You know, playing football, putting on a strap. You know what I'm saying? Like he dusting dudes. I mean, I already said it. I mean, that boy mean. That boy mean. (laughs) That's a joy. You know, and to to see my baby son Emerson, he is so smart. He's very smart. You know what I'm saying? His conversation, his 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 his, and his energy, his conversation (laughs) and his energy is just is just unmatched. So those those are the joys for me seeing them you know, excel in their education, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, I know we as fathers, we want our sons to be Steph Curry and yeah. LeBron James Everybody or what have you. You know what I mean? But to see them excel in the classroom, to be, and see, this is, now I will say this, this is the opposite of how I grew up, which was a challenge, if I can just elaborate for a minute. Sure. Because my father was just like, did you do your homework? <laughs> and if I said yeah, that was the end. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether I had done hey, it or you, not. You, he you, wasn't he wasn't the sit down. It. He wasn't gonna check it. And he wasn't the sit down, you know, line by line, word for word dad. Right. 
And so when the pandemic happened and everything school shut down, bro, I thought I was going to lose it, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean. Trying time. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm not used to this. What do you mean? Help you with your work. Go do your own work. Right. You know what I mean? And so that whole transition molded me and shaped me into a dad that I didn't think I could be. And it's great that you, yeah. And by the way, listeners, I wish I can see the smile and joy in these men's <laughs> faces and in their <laughs> eyes talking about their children. Like mm-hmm. it's a joy to see. And I love it. And I'm glad that we're talking about fathers because we don't do enough of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I, that was my next question mm-hmm. to both of you guys. What didn't you get taught by mm-hmm. your fathers that you're now learning yeah. today? Yeah, and that's, so, that's <laughs> one of the things. And then balance. You mm-hmm. know, my father, like I said, he worked in radio and he was a pastor. So a lot of his time was dedicated to that. The time that he had for us, I still cherish it. You know what I'm saying? But putting that one-on-one time in with my son was a different transition. Yeah. Um, because I work, you know, I'm going and going and all, all the time too. Um, but knowing that I can teach my son how to read and yeah. I can teach my son how to remember this, that, and the third and seeing the progression through through school, that's that's top notch for me. That's that's top notch for me. And and it's no shade on my dad because at that time that was my mom's quote unquote role. She was the pushing education while my dad was pastoring, preaching, blah blah blah. Right. Um. And so while she worked, she was still you know she was the one that got on. You know, especially mm-hmm. me. I was. I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I, I'm not the one. Sessions. I'm not the one that graduated. You know, summa cum laude. I did graduate. Thank you, Lord. I did. <laughs> but you graduated. I did. I did. That's all that matters, you know right? I mean? Exactly. <laughs> um. But but yeah, that's. I know that's one of the things that I didn't get. And, and back to the balance thing, being a church boy and a, and a young musician starting at ten. You know, after my mom passed, that just fell on us. So. That was the direction of my life in mm-hmm. church all the yeah. time, and so being a father now, being especially virtually, bruh, I'm winning. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hate to say that out loud. You know, I'm Kojic born. You got to be in church Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I am uh, that guy. You hear me? So being virtual now, giving me the baby. option to have church on my phone or on my screen, right? <laughs> in my home doing laundry. Yo, I'm winning, and I still get to give my children time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I'm not, you know, doing A B selections right now. You know, I mean, I'm. I get to, you know go to games that I wouldn't be able to go to if I was still a minister of music or preaching or, or, or something like that. You know what I mean? So I get to 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 do both. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get to travel. I'm going up to see my dad next weekend. Yeah. Spend Father's Day with him. You know, that's and my father in law. Like we win it. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean that that's that balance. You know, even though my little brothers they did go out for the team and stuff. Me as for me, I didn't have that balance. I was I was minister of music, so I had to do choir rehearsals and all that. Yeah. So though those are the two things being a, a educator, which my mom was to me, um, for my children and then giving them that balance of church and, you know, sports or outside activities. I think for me is, you know, um something that I'm learning to do. 
my mom, because she played both roles uh, for a very long time, is she was a huge disciplinarian, right? And obviously, um, some of the single moms out there uh, that may not have the man or the father in the household, you got to kind of have that that strong side to you because you're dealing with a young male, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not that women can't be strong, so please hear me when I say that because they can do the same thing. But she was just a huge disciplinarian, <laughs> right? And so as I started out in parenthood and fatherhood, I saw myself becoming that same way mm-hmm. instead of allowing them to be able to live their life and enjoy being a kid. Mm-hmm. So once I realized, and it was several people that would check me and be like, man, dog, you all over there, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they are kids, bro. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're going yeah. to run around. Yeah. Right. You know, they're going yeah. to knock things down. Yeah. Don't get so on the edge <laughs> mm-hmm. because it's going to give them a sense of fear, a, a trigger where they're like, I, I don't know. Can mm-hmm. I do that? You know, you don't want them growing up like that. Right. And so now as I've embraced having four from starting from one but now I got four it's a little bit more laid backness with and me. It, well, it's crazy because I told Brandy I said was it Sunday last Sunday we was at church I said y'all let Ryan do what? I mean not Ryan but Roman, Roman do whatever right and he the last and one he the la- <laughs> y'all let because uh, we was they was passing out candy, oh and Roman God. was killing some candy. I said, Brandy, when you had Ryan, Ryan can touch not a can't, not a it's piece crazy. of candy. It's crazy, <laughs> you know. And sometimes you know you let go, and you it's just like, man, let me you know fall back, let me be a kid. He's definitely getting away with a lot more than any of the other three got away with. But he's a different speed, yo. Like Roman is a totally different kid. Yeah. That dude has no limits. I mean, he is eighty miles an hour all the time, you know. And I love him to death because he keeps me young and he's got so much personality. Um, But I think one of the things for me is just being able to not be so uptight. Mm. Yeah. Right. You know, and and kids will throw that out the door. They would. And I started to see, you know, with my older boys that there was like it was almost a fear to talk to me. Mm. Right. Because they felt like the disciplinarian was going to come down on them. Mm. So I had to learn at a, you know, in their halfway point to be able to say, you know what, man, Relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let them be kids. Yeah. Let them be able to come to you. Let them mess up. You can't prevent everything right. from happening. Right. Nobody prevented everything from happening for you. True. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this is no shade on my mom. She was just doing the best that she could because mm-hmm. she had two girls and a boy, and she was determined that I'm going to make sure that I, uh, I, I give the right foundation for mm-hmm. my son. Right. And the only way I know how to do it is what I've been exposed to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because my granddad was the same way. Wow. Right. right. And so she took those same qualities and, and put it down on me, and it was almost to some point suffocating mm-hmm. right and then i started to see my development as that and it's like okay and brandy would say it sometimes she's like right man you are man you are charged <laughs> yeah. like you know what i'm saying like the boy just ran into the uh the door yeah. what you doing running in that door what you know what i mean like he hurt right you know what i'm saying you worried about him running into the door it was an accident yeah. so i had i had to I, I definitely had to learn that role um that's different with me now mm. and i think the other thing is is um the ability to be affectionate mm. you know what i'm saying my mom was a very you know strong woman mm. and um she didn't at that time at that time she did not show you know a lot of affection uh, because i think she was trying to be so hard to make sure that you know she was balancing for all kids and so I think um, early on I started to be that way, you know, with, you know, with my first son, um, and then it just kind of opened up. And so now I'm not that way. So mm-hmm. I'll hug them, kiss them. I don't care what <laughs> what nobody say. You know <laughs> what I mean? And obviously I give them tough love when they need it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And step into those roles and, and help them to be, you know, young men. But I think for me those are kind of the two things that 
I didn't have that I've kind of now evolved into my arsenal of being a parent and being a father. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's up. Y'all some dope, dope dads. <laughs> man, dope we just dads. out here trying. Yeah, you know, we man. just out here trying. You so know? how, uh, as a, for children, how do you want appreciation as a father? Oh, that's a great question <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from, from then. Not us telling them, hey, you need to do this, but what, like, what are things that they can do just not knowing, hey, I appreciate my dad? I, I think for me, and I tell my sons this all the time, and I think I may have did like a, a coach's corner on this, it's not so much of what you can give me, right? It's more so is I want to be able to see, and I know this may sound cliche, your gift to me is your grades. Mm-hmm. Your gift to me is your manners. Mm-hmm. When you see a young lady coming up to a door or shopping mall or retail, wherever you are, and you open up the door, those are the gifts to me. And before you get me anything tangibly, it's it's the cards mm-hmm. or it's the stories. Like, you literally don't even have to get me a card. You can come to me on Father's Day and say, Dad, you know, I appreciate you. I remember this one time. You want to really rock me and get me emotional is when they do that. Like, last year they got me this. Um, it was a picture of all of us, right? And each of them had, like, a note on the picture that is framed. And it was, you know, that thank you for blah, 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 blah. You and turned that, into a waterhead, didn't you? Yeah, because it just, <laughs> it just hit me. And they waited, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, it's Father's Day, bro. You know, it's what? 7 o'clock. <laughs> I mean, we done went to dinner. We done had brunch. What we got? What we got? You know what I'm saying? What we got? You know, this is coming off a year where they got me some customized yeah. Air Maxes. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, where we going? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so they literally come into the dining room with that. And it broke me down, you know, and it was like, you know, dad, you know, I didn't get, you know, this amount of hours. And I'm like, dude, it ain't even about the money. Yeah. You know, it's about you being able to express yourself the way that you feel comfortable expressing yourself of what I mean to you Mm -hmm. and what this day is symbolic of. Mm -hmm. You never have to worry about putting on, uh, spending $500, $200, $300 on a tangible gift. Just let it be from the heart. Yeah. You know, let it be authentic. And that's what I love, you know, about, you know, anything. You know, for me, that's kind of, you know, my gift. Now, do I like some of the tangible (laughs) things? Maybe you get me some tickets to a Washington uh, Commanders game. Do I like that? Put it out there, bro. (laughs) Put it out there. You know what I'm saying? This is a free space. You know what I mean? Put it out there. So, do I like that? Yeah. Or maybe getting, you know, a a new jersey because, you know, they done changed the the team name and stuff like that. That's right. You know, yeah, I I like that stuff. Put it out there, I do like that stuff. So please, if y'all out there and y'all listening and y'all want to bless a brother and my wife is listening, you know, go ahead and get that crew together. You got a little bit of time before you do it. You got it. all the baseball hats of the teams? I got... How many more you need? I think I may need like maybe two. Okay. Because you helped me out with that. He ain't had no STL. I didn't have no Cardinals. So we I in had, there one day I and had, she's like, yo, I, I'm okay. I got you. I got you. And I ain't thinking nothing of it. She show up to a place and she slide me a, a Liz bag. And I'm like, yo, what's in the Liz bag? Mm-hmm. And I get in the car and I open it, man. And so, uh, no, nah, and I I, uh, I rock that head all the time. Awesome. You know, yeah, I'm a big guy. But for me, that's that's kind of my, my language. It's not so much in gifts. Uh-huh. It's more about authenticity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And making it meaningful from the heart. That's gotcha. all. But that's we all. know Brandy go show out on Father's Day. For well, you. At least we're going to play this. We're going to pray. You know, for me, you know, I'm 10 years in the game. Um, so uh, Ebony, she just has not missed. You know what I'm saying? Wow. When it comes to recognizing, you know, the father that I try to be. You know, uh, I still remember like one of the first um, 
gifts that she got me because I mean my kids are young, so basically all they're gonna do is say hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or you get the daycare gift, right? <laughs> or from school. I, I'm gonna get that. Right. Right, so that's already on. <laughs> I was I was kind of I was kind of feeling a little shade, <laughs> only because you know if they weren't going back to the school for summer camp, I'm like okay, so where my car gonna come from? <laughs> you know what I mean? But because <laughs> Mother's Day is in May, right? You know, right, my right, last, right. their last day was yesterday. Wow. So. <laughs> but they kick back off summer camp June 13th, and that goes into the week of Father's Day. So I am expecting that, you know. But for the most part, you know, Ebony, she she's solid on that. You know what I mean? I, I just can't I can't complain about anything. I still, like I said, the, the one of the first um, gifts that she got me, she took Kate into the park. Something just real small. She took three pictures, and then she put it in a frame that said D-A-D with wow. the picture in it meant the world to me yeah. you know what i'm saying so um it may not be on tv on the gram facebook twitter you know but like you said when it's coming from the heart yo i mean that's that's what means you know the world to me so yeah gotcha, gotcha. and 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 the way that they respond to me like i said father's day is just not one day how they reward me and it's been hit or miss <laughs> <laughs> You know, how they reward me, because I normally I would pick them up from school, and every day there's a report. You know, their their principal gives me, just especially the little two ones. <laughs> and so one day Jackson might have a good day, and Emerson might have a bad day. Or the next day Emerson had the greatest day, and Jackson had the worst day. Or the next day they yeah. both had bad days. <laughs> and it's very rare yeah. that they, they both have, have good days, days on right. the same day. Somebody in the corner doing push-ups or something, bro. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but it is a daily thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm caught up with it, bro. I'm, I'm caught up in it. And so um, that that's how, you know, and I tell them that's that's – I tell them on a daily, like, we don't send you to school and pay this money. Right. You know what I mean? To for, to get a bad report. And it's like the, psych, the cycle comes back as to when I was a kid cutting up. And your parent is like, I'm not sending you to school to embarrass me. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's how you show that appreciation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Being a preacher's kid, too, bro, we are the worst. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's just, no doubt. It's, it is what it is. So when, when, even though I don't have no church or nothing like that, bro, you still represent me and Ebony. Yeah. That's hands down bottom line. So when they go to school and cut up, bro, like, they looking at us like, hey, these are your kids. Yeah. What are <laughs> you, you know doing I mean? at home? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's real. that's real, man. You know what I mean? So that's the greatest gift to me is you know how you make my name look in these streets yeah you know what i'm saying when you're not around me when i'm not in your face how do you respect your teachers how do you respect people around you because that's a reflection of again what we are pouring into you in the home right so that's you know again segueing back to why it's important you know and i and i grew up you know what i'm saying with a lot of guys and girls who just didn't have it, yeah. you know, and you could see at an early age it's a fact. the difference. Yeah. You just can. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, being in Portsmouth, bro, I saw it. You know, I saw my daddy drop us off, and I saw other people getting off the bus. I saw a difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I saw a difference in mentalities. And it, it's not to say that, all those kids is bad. Because I was bad. Right. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's that's just a reflection of, you know, the presence of the home. And like I said, growing up, you hear it all the time. Oh, my daddy in jail. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, I ain't never met my dad. I don't know who he is. You know what I'm saying? And so you get that energy at a young age. And I feel like a podcast like this, you know, putting out good energy, it it may not do it today, but it might click in a man's head that, hey, it is a joy to be there for my kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? You never know who this may hit, whether they, they may be in prison or what, whatever the situation is. They may be on bad terms with the baby mama or the wife or with ex-wife or whatever the situation is. If men start recognizing the gift, the joy of being there for their kids, I believe it'll change the cycle. I believe Absolutely. it'll change the mindset. Like I said, going back to Bill Cosby and all of that, bro, I wanted to go to college because of shows like Cosby Show and Different, different World. world yeah. You know what I'm saying? That put an image in my mind, okay, stepping stones to developing who I, who I am today. You know, so those, just those little two, you know, uh, segments in my life inspired me to do something different. You know, uh, what was it? School days. I wanted to go to school. <laughs> I wanted to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it, it was all there. You know, house party, all of that. You know, all of those different images, you know, uh, create, you know, uh, uh, a society. So good no. stuff. I, I will say that I'm glad that we did touch on this because we don't as the church, we don't do enough no. of pumping up the, the fathers that are actually doing the mm-hmm. good job. Um, most of the times in church, you hear the sermons about the fathers that not that aren't stepping up. Mm-hmm. And here y'all are in the corner like, hey, bro, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <Hold> <laughs> hey, I, you ain't got to preach to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm yeah. doing this daily. And I do believe that the church needs to put the men that are fathers and are stepping up in the forefront of the conversation um, so that the men, the young men in the church can see those fathers yeah. that are doing the job. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and as fathers, we're different difference makers. Yeah. You know, I don't care what society you tells you. I don't care what your relationship is with uh, your child's mother, whether it be son, daughter's mother. It, you are a difference maker. Right. Yep. And yes, there are, there are some fears to it because you have literally lives or a life in your hand. Um, but I believe, just like anything, if you take one step forward and you put yourself around credible others and you go, like my boy Alvin said, and establish a model, maybe you didn't have the model, mm-hmm. but maybe there's somebody, there's an uncle, there's a cousin, there is a uh, co-worker that you can see like, yo, man, like he kind of doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Lean on that particular person. Mm-hmm. Don't allow it to be your handicap and to be your excuse as to, man, no, nah, that ain't for me. Mm-hmm. We fell out. You know, she created a bad narrative about that. Change the narrative. Change then. the narrative. Change the narrative. Then, and I'm not saying that none of that stuff didn't jump off, mm-hmm. and it was a happy ending, and it wasn't tumultuous. Mm-hmm. The facts are the facts. Yep. But at the end of the day, that particular child is being affected by you not being there or you being there. Right. And, you know, yep. going back to what he said, because mm-hmm. there is a difference. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you can't make it without that. That there are some single moms who have not raised phenomenal kids, right? right? Sons and daughters. Right. Not saying that. All respect, all love to them. Right. But it is a difference maker when you have a male perspective mm-hmm. uh, who is there pushing you, challenging you. And sometimes y'all learning together. Right. right. right? That's just real talk. Y'all mm-hmm. learning together. It's trial and error. I told you about that with, you know, my kids. Even though I didn't have it, I'm trying to, you know, learn. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. Mike, you being just like your mom was. So, <laughs> you know, go back and, and fall and tweet. And it's okay to be able to mess up. It's okay to say that I don't got all the answers. I think that your kids 
<clears throat> they appreciate that. They appreciate the transparency, which allows you to be able to be that pace setter and that difference maker, man. So you can do it. Yeah. You know, it ain't easy, but you got to have the will to be able to do it and embrace. It don't matter if you miss five years already. Mm-hmm. Get back in the Get game. Get back in the game. Yeah. Get back in the game, man. Yeah. And, and and be a difference maker, man. So and that's they, kids don't like excuses. They don't. Like they mm-hmm. once you start giving them excuses, they like, okay, I see what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you start seeing their behavior changes. So I as someone that my father was present, but he wasn't present, right. um, the excuses go a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you allow the presence, but you recognize that the presence doesn't mean to anything to you at mm. some point. Um, and unfortunately, that's how some folks are raised. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the excuse, just be transparent. Just be 100. Be, if, just tell them what it is. If you don't know, you don't know. Right. They don't know. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like you say it, you own it, right? Yeah. Because you are the parent. You are leading you know what I'm saying? So if, you know, oh, hey, you know what? Do this, do that. They don't know no difference. Right, they you don't know? know no difference. You want to guide them in the right way, but even in the times that you mess up and you don't check all the boxes, man, I think that that's where they get connected to you even more. Yeah. That's a sign of strength of being able to rebound and go back out there and say, okay, I ain't really get it right, or I'm suffocating them, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that. And just being able to let them see you be human. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think let, letting them see you be human and that you don't have all the answers, that you're not Superman, you're not Superwoman, or Superman because we're talking about <laughs> Father's Day. No, so don't I mean, add us in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. about so, y'all. So, yeah. See that? You see how society... It's, it's just, about y'all. Right. Don't give us our credit today, man. <laughs> no, nah, it's, 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 it's a joy. I just think that um, I'm happy... You know, I'm excited that, you know, uh, Alvin, you came to Rockwood is right, because right, right. Um, you are a definition of defying what society creates in media on different platforms that the male father, especially in African-American culture, right. is not there. Right. You know, we know we've got prisons being built based upon the population of young men right, right. now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to be able to make sure that my son or my daughter will not fall into that, that particular trap. that trap man mm-hmm. it's important for us to be able to put stuff out there like this and it's important for us to just be able to love our kids man yeah. just love them mm-hmm. through their mess ups they got their own paths yeah you know what i'm saying and i think sometimes we want to compare our journeys to theirs you know as a parent definitely and as a father you want to be able to preventing them from doing the same things that you do, but they will have their own mistakes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I just appreciate you, man. You know, Definitely I love you a lot. appreciate you. You know, um, you. great Thank husband, you. great father, you know, so many different other things, man. Continue rocking with them boys. Can't wait to see the greatness that uh, as it comes out uh, and is fulfilled. And uh, we appreciate you. You know, you know, either you're a great moderator. Oh, I appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Awesome. Great job. co-host. Great moderator. Your tone was right. I mean, man, she was coming off with the question. I forgot my question. I was like, dang. <laughs> no, but I'm no, glad. No, but we- I felt like I needed to step back because y'all are fathers. Y'all need to speak y'all speak from the heart. Um, yeah, and, no doubt. Um, Again, like I said, I wish the viewers could see the joy in y'all faces as y'all were talking about how you guys are raising your boys and that that means a lot to some of the men like I go to the barbershop I got a a brush fade so I'm in a barbershop listening to the guys Mm -hmm. talking about how they wish they can be in their children's lives how Mm -hmm. they and then you got some that are trying to feed into them hey you can you Mm -hmm. can do this this and this so Mm -hmm. it's always a joy when I see fathers step up and be that person from jump yeah it ain't uh i'm coming in 10 years later mm, right. i want i was scared from jump but i'm here sure. 
So it, it's an honor to sit here with you guys. Um, happy early Father's Day to Thank both you. of you guys. Appreciate it. Um, Appreciate I know it. you guys will both be appreciated to the utmost, but if I don't see you guys on Father's Day, hey, happy Father's Day for Thank sure. You. And to all our listeners that are listening, happy Father's Day happy to Father's you guys Day. as well. Yeah, happy and, Father's Day. And I want to say this too, um, for those of us who may not have it and have not gotten that model yet, um, there is a father that I do know yes. uh, who has never um, let me down. Uh, and so uh, you do have somebody to be able to lean on. You do have a model. You do have God uh, who is the ultimate father. Um, and so he's I would say he's a good father, too. Yeah. He's a great father. A yeah. The most father. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has many sons. Well, that's yeah. Father Abraham, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Sorry. You about to go to vacation Bible Yeah, I was. I was about to join y'all was, in. Yeah, y'all were y'all mixing it up in there. You know, I feel like playing that soft music at the end. Yeah. Like, I was like, where's my keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> it's just automatic. Like no, no. As, as Mike was closed, I'm like, yeah, my hand is supposed to be doing something right now. <laughs> he's yeah. a musician, y'all. Yeah. He, indeed, he's, indeed. He's indeed a musician. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> and a preacher, too, so he was already Absolutely. about to flow. Right the great elder. Like, <laughs> the great elder. It's like his tone just, yeah, it's my shifted, right so hand yeah. is supposed to be on some strings <laughs> or pad or something. No, but real talk, though, uh, you, you always have a father that you can count on i know he's never let me down i've let people down before um, but consistent. he has he is consistent That's he right. loves us in spite of us in spite yeah. of our faults uh in spite of our mishaps he loves us in spite of he will never stop being uh, a father to us mm -hmm. you know no matter what the situation is and so um if you don't know him i would invite you to get a chance to get to know him um, because he can be that true role model. He will give you uh, the strength that you need. He will give you the answers to some of the questions that you have. And then I would say this, you know, if you don't really know and you don't have the answers, put yourself around some people that are credible others of something that you would see or you think what a father should look like. So get yourself around some, some credible men, you know what I'm saying, that you know that is about something that's uh, about being great fathers and, and showing that type of strength. Don't let it because you didn't have it. Don't let that be your excuse. You know what I'm saying? Put yourself in environments that will help you be more conducive, you know, to being a father. And so uh, you got this, you know, much strength, all the love to the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. Appreciate both of you for rocking out with us today. And that's my words. Hey. I'm I'm good. Yeah, you I good? Mean, I am. You good? Fantastic. We we good. thank you, Alvin. Thank no for doubt. No joining doubt. Joining us today. Thank you. No doubt. Uh, great conversation. Great conversation. I think I I do believe someone will be helped by this conversation, this open dialogue about fathers. So happy Father's Day, guys. Um, as as we say at the end of every episode, go for it. Listen, we can <laughs> tell you all day long of what to do, how to do, and some of the impacts and things and life experiences that we had. But the reality is, is they got to do what? Hey, you got to see for yourself. See for yourself. Hey, we out, y'all. Y'all take care.